Legends of Wasteland City is a post-apocalyptic anthology series and may contain references to drugs, sex, and violence along with the occasional vulgarity. You've been warned. Schofield's Drifters, Contingencies, Chapter 2. The Grand Imperator listened to the smooth rumbling of the diesel motor as the rig slowly climbed the grade. The pickup had gone without a hitch, although why his contacts had picked that spot and how they even knew it existed was beyond him. That ruined power facility wasn't on any map he knew of, nor had it been for over at least 40 years. But if you're going to stash a truckload of C4, you might as well pick someplace out of the way, right? Even so, that was the easy part of the job. The pickup was well inside his territory. He had made a note to question his guards. How did that captain get the load in there by herself and undetected anyway? The harder part was going to be making the delivery 300 clicks to the southwest, well outside his normal haunts. That was why the Grand Imperator had decided to handle this himself, alone. While he controlled the old 395 and he and his trucks drove that stretch with impunity, a little more discretion was called for when journeying into the California valleys but just a little. With tracks on the back end, run flat tires up front, remote controlled 50 cals on top, and enough armor to survive a direct anti-tank hit, the Imperator's personal rig was not exactly subtle. So as the half-track climbed the mountain heading west, he reflected on why exactly he had taken this contract in the first place. He'd met Doc Schofield only once, a couple of years ago at the Gathering of the Tribes. Decent enough guy, but a little too cheerful for the Grand Imperator's taste. And from what he'd heard, he thought the man would be taller. Anyway, they had a pleasant, if fruitless, conversation about some interesting geography near Old Walker. And that was the extent of it. The drifters didn't appear to hold any territory, but their members had been sighted all over NorCal and parts of Nevada. They didn't appear to have any strong allegiances, but they had fought on both the NCR and Northern Alliance side in the last war. That captain of theirs got caught by the Sheriff Ranger with a load of C4, but they still supported him in the election, and they were reportedly seen in close company with the sheriff's opponent, Mayor Heist, right before the election. For just appearing out of nowhere a few years ago, they seemed to be everywhere. Then about a year and a half later, he received a coded communication with a key a week behind it. Not just a job offer, but a full-blown contract on letterhead. Who did he think he was? But the offer of 2,000 gallons of premium guzzoline was too good to pass up. So the Imperator outfitted his rig, checked the drums for the 50 cals, made sure his tanks were topped off, and headed north to the pickup site, then south to his own territory as far as possible before veering west, following the old Carson riverbed. The road wasn't as smooth as the Northern Cannibals Highway, but this route kept him in his own territory for longer, and the rig could certainly handle the terrain. As he climbed to the crest, the Grand Imperator kept a sharp eye out, He was most definitely out of his own territory now. And while he wasn't worried about being jacked, confrontations meant delays, and delays cost caps. He hadn't gone more than 20 or 25 clicks when he saw a glint of light through the truck's periscope. He sighed in his gas mask. Of course he had filters for the cab, but he wore the mask both for insurance and the effect it had on the rare occasions he was forced to deal with people face to face. 
He racked the autoloader on the 50s and double-checked that his pair of Colt 1911s were in their holsters on his hips. Best defense is a strong, quick offense. Quoting his favorite general as he downshifted and accelerated toward the waiting raiders. The sight of the three-ton rig charging at them must have unnerved the attackers, spoiling their aim. The RPG exploded 20 feet in front of him, showering the rig with shrapnel and dust, but causing no damage. He kept driving, splitting his attention between the road in front of him and the periscope viewer tied to the machine guns on top of the cab. He concentrated his fire in the area where he had seen the windshield reflection, but also raked side to side just in case. He slammed on the brakes and counter-rotated the tracks, causing the truck to spin around on its axis, searching, searching. There it was. If the raider's truck was on his right, then their pincer vehicles must be 90 to 120 degrees to the left. He turned toward the truck, locking in the 50s and then accelerated backwards in an arc. As the slugs tore into the vehicle in front of him, he heard the satisfying crunch of the tracks riding up and over the smaller vehicles on the other side. He shifted gears and drove forward, not because he needed to, but because it sounded so good. He opened the door of his cab and climbed down, pulling his colts before he hit the ground. He took a quick look behind him, but the tracks had made a pretty thorough ragu of the inhabitants of the two small war buggies. He strode up to what was left of the RPG truck. He looked at the two and a half bodies sprawled across the interior. Nothing useful here. He walked around the half mates on the passenger side and found what he was looking for behind the wreckage. The Imperator bent down to examine the raider lying against the dangling tailgate. Now just who in the hell are you? The scraggly man coughed and looked at the bleeding <sighs> stump of his left arm. Fuck you! I think I've met your brothers. Fuck yourself and go fuck off. You know, I don't really care who you are. What goes on outside of my territory is none of my business. He turned and walked away. Wait, you're not gonna just leave me here like this, are you? The Grand Imperator stopped and turned around. Don't worry, I'm not gonna leave you like that. I just don't wanna get blood all over me. From 10 feet away, he put one bullet through the raider's left eye. As the 45 slug tore through the man's brain, a spray of gore bounced off the back of the truck and scattered five feet in front of the falling body. The Imperator holstered his pistols, climbed into his rig, and started the engine. The rest of the trip was uneventful, and he made fairly good time. Three hours later, he saw the ruins of the two cooling towers. What was it with Doc Schofield and power plants, anyway? He unloaded the crates and stored them as instructed, keeping two for his troubles with the raiders. He lifted his mask, carefully selected his cigar from a metal box on his belt, and struck a match. Inhaling the rich aroma, he glanced at his watch. If he hurried and drove all through the night, he could make it back to base on schedule and time his caps. The Grand Imperator listened to the smooth rumbling of the diesel motor as he headed east, away from the setting sun. Contingencies was written by Digits and Doc Schofield of Schofield's Drifters and adapted for audio by Mike Makeshift Darling. Narrated and edited by Makeshift. The Grand Imperator was voiced by Tim the False Prophet Cottage. And the Fallen Raider was voiced by Jay Preston. 
Legends of Wasteland City is a production of the Apocalypse Post. Stick around after the break for more info about today's episode. Things are hard out there in the waste, but the last thing you need is a bout of radiation sickness bringing you down. That's why I created radical new treatment called Concentrated Fallout Therapy to help you build a tolerance to those pesky ionizing particles. Here at Dr. Prepper Labs, we gradually up your dose of X-rays, gamma rays, and quasi-stable high atomic weight particle exposures, so your body will never be caught unprepared in radioactive storm again. Dr. Prepper, fight fallout with fallout. Concentrated Fallout Therapy may cause mutations, disfigurement, or early death. Hey survivors, Makeshift here to remind you that the Apocalypse Post is brought to you in no small way by our Patreon supporters. Join the ranks for early access and exclusive content with support levels now named for fancy Fallout-ridden factions like the $2 per creation Drifter or the $7 Wastelander. Knowing you've got my back has helped me dedicate more time to this channel, spreading love of the post-apocalypse and less time on stupid real-world stuff. Sign up right now at patreon.com slash the apocalypse post. All right, survivors, welcome to the after show. Uh, I'm your host, Makeshift. I'm also the narrator for uh, Legends of Wasteland City. Um, that was episode two. What'd you guys think? I hope you enjoyed it. I sure had a hell of a good time putting this one together. It was really fun to make because, of course, we're outside, we've got a new character, uh, he's very much more like the Mad Max, I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but he's definitely like a larger-than-life character, uh, has no problem murdering a whole gaggle of raiders, and uh, of course, for all that, that meant I get to do a whole lot of sound effects and throw in some extra music, uh, there's vehicles, there's weapons, and of course, some moita. Definitely makes for a fun experience to create all that soundscape and bring a little bit of depth and action to this story. And uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it. So this will be the last time for Contingencies, which is a six-episode uh, short uh, miniseries. Um, it's the last time for Contingencies. We're going to leave Doc and Digits behind and concentrate on a different character. It's actually the only episode we do this. For From here on out, we're going to stick with the Drifters and see what kind of trouble they can get themselves into. And I promise it's a lot. Those Drifters are always after something, and there's always someone trying to stop them from getting it. We had a couple of new characters named in the top of this episode. A whole lot of names being thrown around in the Drifters story. Uh, names that you don't all have to remember, but who shape the world that this story and other Legends of Wasteland City stories will take place in. Names like Sheriff Ranger and and the Mayor Heist and uh, Patton. These are all characters that they're they're in the story, but they're background. We don't need to know too too much about them. We just know that that by by naming all these characters, we know that the Drifters are heavily involved in a lot of stuff, and they're kind of you know balancing their relationships with all the people they're doing business with, and they're trying to stay. I don't know, friendly with everybody? You heard how they uh, supported one person in the election that they weren't necessarily wanting to support. And so, you know, they, they've got it figured out. They know how to play the game. And uh, they're, they're a scrappy bunch. And yes, that was Tim Cottage of the band Attack playing the Grand Imperator. Uh, maybe you recognize him because he's been on the show a few times. Well, not Legends of Wasteland City. This is his first time in this series. 
but he's been on the Apocalypse Postcast a record number of four times, I believe. <laughs> he's very proud of that number, and I know that there's a few people gunning for him, so uh, uh, anyway, thank you very much, Tim. Uh, I know that it was not easy to do this character, especially since I gave him some bad direction, and he went with it, and then I was like, no, do totally the opposite, and he was like, but you told me to, and I was like, yeah, I know, but I messed up. <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much, Tim, for for voicing the Grand Imperator for us. I, I think he did a great job, and of course, that was uh, Jay Preston, who also plays Doc, playing his second character of the series, where he played um, that that very small role of the fallen raider. Uh, and, uh, that one was a lot of fun too, cause he just got to, you know, be loud and, and play kind of his normal voice. And he, he puts on a bit of a character when he plays doc. So that was closer to his normal voice. And, um, yeah, he crushed it. So, um, in other news, the Patreon challenge is off to a start. I don't know if it's a good start or a bad start, because I'm recording this a few days before episode one comes out. I don't even know if you guys know about the challenge yet as as of when I'm recording this, but my hope is to get to 50 Patreon supporters by the end of the month. And we've got three weeks left. Well, I guess when you hear this, it'll be two weeks left. Um, it's very ambitious, maybe, uh, maybe a little too ambitious, but um, the Patreon is a huge reason that I can even do this show because uh, it does take a lot of time. And I don't mean just Legends of Wasteland City because... I mean, all of all of the Apocalypse Post, which now exists in multiple forms. <laughs> There's the YouTube channel where I do mostly video, although admittedly, for the past year, it's been mostly this podcast um, with just a static background. Um, but I, I am going to release some new videos, so don't worry about that. But it's also the podcast, which is kind of where I do my long form stuff. And now part of the podcast is doing Legends of Wasteland City, which is this original storytelling narrative. And um, my plan for that is to keep finding these stories which come from the Wasteland Weekend community, hence the name Legends of Wasteland City, where a lot of the tribes have their backstories and um, they've written them out. And some of them are really, really well done. It's kind of fun because they all tie back to this one event, which is not only a fictional place that takes place in these stories, but also a real place where a post-apocalypse festival takes place every year. And uh, it's kind of neat that way, I guess. But uh, but yeah, we're currently at 36 at time of recording, Patreon supporters, and we're trying to get to 50. So we're looking for 14 more. There, You can pledge any amount you want. Anywhere from a dollar up to, I don't know, $400 or something like that. Don't worry, I don't have any $400 patrons yet. I just wanted to put the option out there. In case someone really wanted to patronize the arts, definitely consider joining the Patreon. If you can't do that, um, down below there is a link to um, a PayPal fundraiser site if you just want to do a one-time donation. And, of course, you can always buy something from the Apocalypse Outpost merch store, also linked in the show notes. Uh, I got some t-shirts on there. I've got uh, festival maps and propaganda posters and pins and patches. The pins and patches are definitely by far the most popular because that's something you can add to your costume. You can wear, you can show off. Um, and I think the designs are pretty cool. I did them. Um, but then <laughs> but then again, definitely check out uh, the t-shirts because 
Um, I'm doing a pre-sale right now on one that was designed by Critical Biggs, who has his own tea public store. He does a lot of really cool designs, and he's actually designed quite a few Wasteland t-shirts. Uh, you'll see them around if you're ever there for build. He made this really cool uh, makeshift t-shirt for me, and I think it's really rad. I would love to get them printed up, so I'm doing a pre-sale because it costs a lot of money to get the t-shirts. I just want to see if anyone actually wants it first. I mean, it's a little embarrassing. Not embarrassing. I'm a little nervous about having myself on a t-shirt. Who wants to wear me? I'm getting weird. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to wear me, you can with a brand new makeshift t-shirt. And it's kind of like a punk makeshift. I think you'll like it. Check it out. All you got to do is go to the apocalypsepost.square.site and you can check out all of the Apocalypse Post merch that I've got available. There's some cool stuff on there. Definitely check it out. And with that, survivors, we're going to say adieu for this episode of The Legends of Wasteland City. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure wherever you're listening to this, if it has a like button, hit the like button. If you can subscribe to it, make sure you do subscribe. And this is available on pretty much all the um, podcast platforms. So you can subscribe wherever you like to listen. And, well, we're going to wrap things up. So I'll just say, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. And if you hated it, share it with your enemies from five feet away so you don't get blood on you. I'll see you next time, survivors. Stay alive. End days, end days.